0: morning everybody hello folks welcome back to enough the only podcast where you can hear a couple guys talk about movies and tv hosted as always by the turkey boys franklin and bad (laughs) (laughs) I i didn't see that coming he's back no ryan agner and scott sweeney are here hello how do you do the audio sounds weird to me. Are you getting that waviness? No. Okay, then never mind, and I'll power through. Let me adjust doing? the headphones. Ready? Watch this. I mean, don't even, it's fine. No, no, no. Alright, alright. Nice brumble. Oh. How's oh. that? Sounds a little crisper. Yeah. Like Thank You You just right. needed
1: a good brumble.
0: Fans, we're off to a roaring start. That's how you produce and i heard uh there's something in that mailbag for us this week surprisingly
1: we did get an email
0: this is like Um, almost a first my
1: new thing is i'm going to keep the emails anonymous so that people feel comfortable to write in with whatever they want and you know if the same person decides to write in more than once no one will know i can dig oops anyway this this great uh famous or special fan, I guess you could say. Yeah, let's make the fans think uh, famous people are emailing in. That's good. I don't want to make a big deal out of it, but she said... <laughs> oh, it's a woman. She <laughs> said, need to hear your predictions for Sunday's awards. My guess, succession and crown cleanup. Do we think Meryl gets snubbed? Catherine Ankner. Chamberlain.
0: Oops. <laughs> oh. Um, good job. Thanks for the email, Kat. And uh, we'd love to talk about the Golden Globes. Yeah, that's, the, we got uh, that in on deck. The little award show that could. Let's just get into it right now. What do you think? Sure. I have the Yeah, I'm gonna queue it up. Predictions, here.
1: yeah, I'm gonna queue it up as well. You have it I could put it on the T V if you want. Well then I'll have and to like, turn, look you're in looking America. around, yeah.
0: I'll just look at it here. All right, all right. We'll start with the biggie. Best motion picture drama. They do, who you got? At the, at the Golden Globes they have two separate categories for best motion picture drama and best motion picture musical or comedy.
1: I think that's dumb.
0: It is. Just
1: (laughs) narrow it down.
0: Like, there's, like, one musical released a year. And, yeah, it's just silly. But dramas, we got the nominees are The Two Popes, 1917, The Irishman, Joker, and Marriage Story. What a weird collection of films. Can I taste your juice? (laughs) (laughs) That, uh, what do you think would win this? I don't even know. Irishman. Maybe a Two Popes upset? Irishman. I don't know. I feel like... The, I think people
1: are all over Jonathan Price for Two Popes and I think he might take something. But I'm, I'm, pull, I'm not pulling for because I didn't like it. I, the only movie... I, I haven't s- seen 1917 or The Two Popes but I liked Marriage Story a lot.
0: Yeah. I could see them giving it to Marriage Story and I'd be cool with that.
1: Mm.
0: I could so, also see them giving it to Joker and I'd be disgusted by that.
1: Todd Phillips Joker's, up there a like, smarmy look on his face. Yeah. I'm going Irishman.
0: Okay, I dig that. What do you got? I'm gonna say, I'll say Marriage Store. Seems All like right. a safe bet. All right. Nice crowd pleasing charm. We also
1: want to let everyone know neither of us are gonna watch the Golden Globes. We're just gonna Google the uh, the winners. Yeah. Because I mean, the Golden Globes are a boring turkey.
0: Ricky Gervais up there like dropping his. I hope he has another
1: really edgy transphobic yeah. joke.
0: Do you know I'm an atheist, mate? I don't believe in God. I'm crazy. Oh, he sucks. But- Let's go best motion picture, musical or comedy. The Globe nominees, Dolomite Is My Name, Jojo Rabbit, Knives Out, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Rocket Man. It's got to say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, that's kind of that's weird a no-brainer. That, it's weird that they're in this category instead of drama. But There's nothing funny about. That's, that's what the Globes do. That's the whole thing, is fucking up the categories. I, I'm pretty sure that'll win and should win. Yeah. I can't see Jojo Rabbit getting that. we got Best Performance by an Actress in a Motion Picture Drama, Cynthia Erivo for Harriet, the Harriet Tubman biopic that no one on Earth saw, Scarlett Johansson for Marriage Story, Saoirse Ronan for Little Women, and Charlize Theron, Bombshell, and Renee Zellweger for Judy. Judy, Judy, Which, Judy. I haven't seen a lot of the movies. I've only seen Marriage Story. Yeah, I haven't
1: seen Little Women, but I mean, Sarah C. Ronan is young and like She's good. right She has now. chops. I could see them giving it to her. Weird calling it on a movie you haven't seen. I've only seen um,
0: Bombshell and Marriage Story, so I'm going mm. Scarlett Johansson. I am too. It seems like it's... That uh, seems
1: like a Golden Globe performance win.
0: Yeah, I agree. Codd will be upset if uh, Zellweger doesn't win... <laughs> for the the powerful
1: judy and then not that like i said it's for best uh actor in a drama it's mm. joaquin phoenix joker jonathan price two popes christian bale ford versus ferrari antonio bandera's pain and glory at adam driver marriage story i'm going jonathan price two popes that was my because he's the oldest yeah he may not have won before that's actually i should probably actually know that, saying it but
0: i'm gonna say joaquin phoenix is gonna win hmm. he's he's like you know the performance of the year. Everyone's still talking about Joker somehow. I think
1: he's going to win the Oscar? Probably. Huh.
0: I can't believe Christian Bale's nominated for Ford v. Ferrari.
1: He's kind of just
0: fine in that. Yeah. You didn't
1: see it, did you? No. I but, did,
0: but it's nothing... Yeah, from what you said about it, it seemed like, it didn't seem like award-worthy. It's a movie. It exists. I don't know. It's Pain and Glory with Antonio Banderas doesn't exist. I biggest
1: lullaby of the year?
0: I don't know where this movie's coming from, but... They always gotta throw in a, a few nominees for, like, the weird, artsy, could you movies. And we got Best Performance by an Actress in a Motion Picture, Musical or Comedy. Anna de Armas, Knives Out, Aquafina, My Nemesis for The Farewell, Kate Blanchett for Where'd You Go, Bernadette, Beanie Feldstein for Booksmart, and Emma Thompson for Late Night. First of all, this picture... Is book that, smart on Hulu? This picture they use for Beanie Feldstein is like the most unflattering picture of anyone I've ever seen. Yeah, it's
1: Jonah Hill in a wig.
0: Yeah. But what did you say? Is that on... Hulu? I think it is, yeah. Okay. I should probably
1: check that out if it's getting nominated for awards.
0: Yeah. It's worth a watch. It's super bad, but with girls. This category... I'm going to say Emma Thompson is going to win. She seems like somebody... What's Late Night? Win. I haven't even heard of Late Night. That was that Mindy Kaling... <laughs> written right. starring like behind the scenes of a late show type movie. I couldn't get through it. It was not great.
1: That's the theme of the year
0: for media. It's yes. just like behind the scenes of a of a TV show. I could see them giving this to Anna De Armas, my babe of a uh, babe of the moment for Knives Out. She was in um War Dogs, right? Mm, was she? I think she's new on the scene. She might have been in that. She was in like Blade Runner twenty forty nine. She's the new Bond girl. I can't believe Aquafina hasn't changed her name, and is like she's gonna make serious people at an award yeah, show say in, like, "She's in War Dogs." Nominee, the nominee Aquafina. Oof, appalling. Uh, best performance by an actor in a motion picture musical or comedy. Daniel Craig for Knives Out. The kid from Jojo Rabbit. Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Taron Egerton, Rocketman, Eddie Murphy, and Eddie Murphy for Dolomite is my name. Seems like Leo, or that's who I'd give it to. They love not
1: giving Leo awards, though.
0: That's true. And they did give him that Oscar, so maybe they're like, He's good, yeah. He had his Revenant Award, it's over. Yeah. I'm gonna say they give it to Eddie. Hmm, interesting. Woke-wise. Taron Egerton was good in Rocketman, but I feel like no one's talking about that movie. It's got no buzz. How's he going to do in Bright
1: too? Bright. That's a little inside joke there. Because mm. I get them mixed up. He's Joel in. Edgerton. Edgar. Edgerton? Edgerton. This is classic enough banter. Um, <laughs> Edgerton? Edgerton. I'm saying Eddie Murphy. You're going DiCaprio?
0: Yeah, I'm going DiCap.
1: All right. Best performance by an actress in a supporting role in a motion <laughs> picture. You're um, in it, Benny. Yeah, there we go <laughs> uh, for the report. I, I could tell you a thing. I that. shut the report, so I couldn't tell you. Same. I'm going to say right here. I won't even read the rest of the list. I'm going Laura Dern, Dern. in Marriage Story because I thought she was awesome, mm-hmm. and I love Laura Dern and everything. She is good. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer
0: Lopez. How you doing? I was in,
1: real good in Hustlers. In
0: Hustlers, really Margot
1: Robbie in Bombshell, <laughs> and Kathy Bates <laughs> in Richard Jewell. I'm on. Kathy Bates to win, even though I haven't seen Richard Jewell. Um, She was good in it. Yeah? I've seen... Award-worthy? All of these movies except Hustlers, but I heard Hustlers was kind of
0: a slog. I heard nothing but good things about Hustlers. I'm waiting for it to pop up on... uh, Yeah, I don't want to pay for it either. Yeah. (laughs) Something about it. I feel like I'd like it more if I didn't pay for it. I don't know. Dern seems like a safe bet. Yeah, I'm liking Dern.
1: And then we're going Best Performance, Best Supporting Actor male whatever uh yes. tom hanks in the mr rogers movie anthony Hopkins in the two popes al pacino and the irishman i think that's a no brain or joe pesci and the irishman will take oh, it
0: oh what do you think
1: and then brad pitt once upon a time it should be brad pitt but i, s- I think they'll give it a pesci
0: i said motherfucking cocksucker four thousand times i deserve an award
1: pesci is one Pesh- of the most overrated just not even overrated actors i would say overrated people in any capacity.
0: Yeah. A lot of people describe him and the Irishman like, oh, he's giving a very subtle performance. And it's like, no, he's just not doing anything. <laughs> he's just standing there. Pesci's performance? Yeah, like he yeah. just showed up. Like nothing's really asked of him. Yeah, I, I, that that whole... Like he's yeah. fine in it. He's not bad. It's just, you know.
1: I really, really didn't like it.
0: He hated it. And I actually, I think Brad Pitt, he seems like a lock for this. Best supporting. It should be. He killed that movie. Yeah. Should win and will win, is what Scotty says. Okay. Although maybe Hanks. All right. All Hanks right. is known to upset. Yeah,
1: Hanks, also, they love giving Hanks awards. Yes. I feel like he wins something every week.
0: Let's hop on over to Best Director. He's also
1: nominated for, or not nominated, they're just giving him the Cecil B. DeMille Award, which ah, is some yes. sort of lifetime achievement.
0: Yes. That's always fun. I like the montages they have before uh, someone does something like that. They'll put together a nice little... You like those? Yeah. Love a movie montage. Kidding me?
1: I guess if it's really well done. (laughs)
0: Yeah, with a nice cut behind it. That's like, oh, I love that. But yes.
1: I hate when they just, you know, the awards, sort of like the Hollywood awards, you know, where it's sort of just this like smarmy ass kiss. Let's do best
0: director yeah a
1: couple more and then we're done how yeah. about that because it's starting Maybe, to get to the boring categories and screenplay
0: let's do that too. best director
1: best screenplay and then we're out because this is starting our, this category is already boring me yeah best director we got Bong Joon-ho for Parasite which is what uh, that, that's tough Sam Mendes 1917 which ah, we have yes. not seen yes and I don't know if I want to see Todd Phillips for Joker which I'm already so tired of Martin Scorsese for The Irishman and Tarantino for Once Upon a Time.
0: It would actually be embarrassing for Todd Phillips to win over Scorsese for emulating Scorsese with Joker so much. You know what I'm saying? It would be, like, insulting to Scorsese.
1: See, if it were me and I were Scorsese, Mm. I would be okay with him winning after emulating me. with It's a big hat tip. And I would just walk. I would go home that night And say, you know, like, he wouldn't have been able to win that award if it weren't for me. Yeah. And that's how I would justify losing.
0: Cool guy stuff. Whereas if he
1: loses to some, you know, up-and-coming, although none of these guys are up-and-coming.
0: Yeah.
1: I'd be frustrated if Bong Joon-ho beat me.
0: Yeah, it seems like his year. Parasite was a home run.
1: Considering Bong Joon-ho has never made a good
0: movie before. No, he's made... He's made a bunch, I think. Snowpiercer's great. Mother is very good. Mother and was all right, actually. Yeah, I'll give you that. I p- like p- Mother. There's another one I'm forgetting. Oh, Oakja. Yeah, actually. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. I like Oakja.
1: Oakja.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you fucking got me.
1: Um, all right, so I'm going I'm going Tarantino.
0: Bong. Ooh. I'm saying bong, baby. I think that. Fucking hit the ball. Best director.
1: You know what? I'll go. I'm changing my answer. Ooh. To say that Bong will get best director. He's in. And Tarantino's going best screenplay. Ooh.
0: Because you can't. Oh, wait. He is nominated. You can't
1: deny that that's the best screenplay of the year. If they say something else is, it's crazy. Like, it's up against two popes Parasite, Irishman,
0: and Marriage Story. And, you know, Marriage Story, maybe. I could see them giving this to Parasite or Marriage Story. Or once upon. Not the Irish. I name. think
1: when in doubt, give the screenplay award to Tarantino. I don't care how many of them he's gotten. Although, hasn't he only won for Pulp Fiction? I don't know, Golden Globes. I don't know wise, Golden Globes they're, wise so either. they're so worthless. I don't even know why we're doing this. <laughs> Thanks, Kat, for sending us down this
0: rabbit hole. I mean, I'm having fun. The fans are in. <laughs> Deafening silence after that. But yeah, do, let's get into the rest of the news. What do you think? Uh, yeah. Is that enough Globes That's stuff? enough globe stuff.
1: We have enough predictions out there where if we're right about all of them, people will think we're geniuses, and even ex- though they
0: won't know. And speaking about that, Scorsese, I saw a story, he said he has no interest in watching Joker. Hasn't seen it, has no plans to see it. Check out this quote.
1: I read a different news story that said he saw it and said it was fine.
0: Hmm. Well, actually, this is, that's part of this clip. He said, uh, and I quote, I saw clips of it, I know it. So it's like why do I need to? I get it. It's fine. Yeah,
1: so Any I guess course. that's what I have too. He just didn't finish it is what you're saying, which yeah. is even funnier.
0: So like what I was saying, like he knows that it's just someone doing a riff on movies he's made in the past. So he's like, why would I bother watching this? And he's right. <laughs> Joker's easily the most overrated movie of the year. Yeah, Not I didn't decade. like it. It's fine. I love that he used the, the critique. It's fine. I say that about a bunch of movies. Yeah, that made me laugh
1: just because yeah. that we do do that. It, it's like yeah, it was fine. Yeah. It's such a. It's almost worse than saying you hated it because it didn't even bring anything out of you. Yeah,
0: you're just like yeah, yeah, it exists. It, passed, it was a movie. I looked at it, it. Passed through me.
1: While we're on the subject, uh, Lakeith Stanfield gets way too much work. Oh yes, is what I wanted to say while watching him in Uncut Gems. You know, after seeing him in the trailer for his new, probably, will do nothing at the box office movie, The
0: Photograph. Yeah, that looked weird. Boring it's, and it's weird. It's like a gritty romance road trip kind of movie. Is it like a
1: time traveling movie? <laughs> I didn't. I couldn't really get my
0: throw some time traveling wrap there. my head around it. Yeah, I don't even know. But uh, yeah, he's in every other movie that comes out good for him he, he's not bad i, don't, no, I like him I don't he just gets it.
1: so much work it's surprising
0: i, um, I saw a tweet by carl reiner that made me chuckle
1: that made me laugh because it was carl reiner i don't know if we're on the same page yeah. with that
0: if people don't know him he's like one of the old guys in oceans 11 and uh what else would people know him from he's like a guy i he's one of those guys he's in a lot of movies he's Kevin. a he's a Hollywood veteran he's legitimately like I think he's 99 years old or like somewhere way up there he's crazy old and just the fact he was born in
1: 1922 so he's actually (laughs) almost 100 yeah Greedy holy shit
0: just the fact that he's on twitter is funny but he tweeted this nothing affords me greater pleasure than watching Sandra Bullock one of my all-time favorite actresses in the net one of my all-time favorite films I had that fun today by showing it to a first-time viewer. I mean, this guy could die, like, at any moment. (laughs) He's showing people the net for the first time. I appreciate
1: him doing uh, a voice in Toy Story 4. Mm. And, like, a bunch of TV appearances. Yeah. And, like, episodes of Family Guy within the last few years. Now I'm reading his credits.
0: Yeah.
1: And American Dad, Hot in Cleveland, Bob's Burgers... And a bunch of stuff I've never even heard of. He had a recurring role on The Cleveland Show for two years.
0: No, no, no.
1: Oh, he was I on mean, House. I'm
0: worried about his mental health, if, he's, if he likes The Net this much.
1: The girl from the bus.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Uh, the Net is one of those movies that just doesn't exist.
0: It's like a joke movie. Yeah. It's, like, it's a punchline that people use when they need to talk about some feature. But, uh, ooh, what are you queuing up for of us? Nice little musical break? Just serenading you. I mean, lovely. Over this, I'll mention that Greta Gerwig is working on a musical for her next movie. How do we feel about that?
1: I think it, I, I'd see anything she does eventually. Same. I think she's super talented. Agreed. And I, I love the fact that she's married to Noah Baumbach. And we kissed our asses enough on this program, but...
0: What a cool couple.
1: I, IndieWire did an article the other day about how, at like, I don't know if it was like the American film, there was some other, like the AFI Awards or something the other night, mm-hmm. and um, Greta Gerwig did a, some sort of an acceptance speech, or and she credited, Thank she made you. Tarantino cry, is what I read, because she was saying how his films changed the world or something. It was just, it was a really, she said some really nice stuff.
0: Yeah, you can tell she really loves movies. I love when someone I like who's that. like yeah, exactly. really. <clears throat> yeah, she's great. Charming, babe, whole deal. And I'll watch a musical. I mean, I'm open to a musical. Most of them are bad and boring and weird, like cats. Mm. But I mean, I'm open to seeing a good one. The uh, Cameron Diaz and Benji Madden of Good Charlotte fame had a child, and they named it Radix. <laughs>
1: One of, didn't even need to make a joke about that yeah. they did it on their own
0: one of like the worst celebrity names I've ever seen
1: they both look terrible
0: Rad Rad Dix like put this kid on the playground he's, his life's gonna be ruined even though it'll be fine cause he's the son of Cami Diaz and what's his face but yeah I thought that was fucked up insane and uh zach efron contracted a life-threatening illness while filming a reality show called killing zach efron and folks it's like the joke writes itself the
1: irony is not lost on us here at the enough podcast we don't even need to. i'm a big efron guy i'm hoping he pulls through yeah, I'm sure. No jokes coming from me on this end.
0: Wow, um, not a laughing matter. But similar
1: story, actually. Gabrielle Union uh, <laughs> yes. and Dwayne Wade, the basketball player, are married, and I guess they took an Uber home, and the Uber driver asked to use their bathroom, mm. and he came inside and defecated.
0: Yes, I and he saw smelled this. up
1: the bathroom really bad to the point mm. where Gabrielle Union tweeted about it and posted on Instagram about how smelly the Uber driver made their home. Yeah and she big smelly poop
0: in her tweet she referenced the like dropping the Cosby kids off at the pool thing which I hate I hate when people that's say not that. funny and it's it's so old and like oh ugh. and that, yeah, now it has an even weirder connotation because of Cosby stuff
1: right and like he's a he's a weird
0: yeah like what did he do on the raper. way to on the way to drop them off at the pool what happened this, who knows <laughs>
1: he it's drugged just, them and then dropped them off at the pool yeah. and they fell asleep in lawn chairs yes
0: don't your friend to me for five minutes. Please, please. I'm a famous guy. I love doing that.
1: Anytime I get to play both my Harvey Weinstein drops, I'm in. Yeah. Uh I listened to Ronan Farrow on Whitney Cummings podcast the other day, which is a great pod,
0: by the way. I didn't know she had a pod.
1: She does. It's called Good For You or good- Oh, Good For You. I wish I had a clip of that too. <laughs> I think it's good for you. Whatever it is, just put Whitney Cummings into podcast app. And, you know, I listened to that one and the one with Jim Jeffries and the one with Bill Burr. Oh, dude. And they're all great. They're all great. The Ronan Farrow one where Mm. he talks about Catch and Kill and Harvey Weinstein. And it's just a good... I listen to Catch and Kill, as I mentioned, but it's good.
0: Yeah, I'll listen to
1: that. Um, Love it. Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song are dating. She's like a Disney
0: guess what that, they're gonna come back up in my machetes a little tease for the fans them B- together B- yes are they in a movie together yes oh that
1: makes sense um and the Mandalorian season 2 is coming fall 2020 says mm. John Farrow the creator
0: Favs my pussy is like okay, my team he's so money and he knows it yeah he, he's <laughs>
1: in everything
0: now he knows it all these years later he finally he's knows he's got his mitts and dug
1: into Hollywood speaking
0: of Marvel stuff Marvel announced that uh, a movie starring their first transgender character is in the works. Oh, come on. And people are like, wow, and like, floored by it. And it's like, it'll be something silly like, the new Groot is a girl tree instead of a boy tree. Like, it won't be what people want it to be. It'll be nonsense. But Marvel, always in the news, always doing something. You have any more news?
1: uh that might be it oh actually I america is pregnant ferrara that's something that i knew i know you needed me to address because it's so important yes I mean, and uncut gems i guess set a box office record but I we have, can talk about that when we get to the gems that's our future review today
0: uh, netflix announced their uh like slate of films that are coming out this year i went to cruise through some of them
1: all i heard is that there's a david fincher movie and i'm happy about
0: that yes
1: it's not just more Mindhunter. It's that it's an actual movie.
0: Yeah, it's uh. All right, well, up Let's Take here. a stand. Yeah, they got a Taylor Swift documentary coming out that they're taking seriously. Oh, can't wait! Yeah, the David Fincher movie *Mank*. The story centers around the writing of Citizen Kane, starring Gary Oldman, Amanda Seyfried, and others. That seems like a movie that I'd take a peek oh, come at. Come on. Hillbilly Elegy. Amy Adams, Glenn Close, and Gabriel Basso star in director Ron Howard's adaptation of J.D. Vance's memoir of the same name, a modern exploration of the American dream about three generations of an Appalachian family. Sounds boring, but I'm in. Ron Howard, he, he can make a picture. Another Spike Lee joint called Da Five Bloods. Uh, four african-american vets return to vietnam searching for the remains of their fallen squid leader <laughs> sounds like a movie um a sequel to all to all the boys p.s i love you i guess that was like a netflix movie people liked on oh, there's some cackley ones here uh, oh, this new Charlie Kaufman movie called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. A road trip becomes a twisted mix of palpable tension, psychological frailty, wow, and sheer terror in the latest from Charlie Kaufman, starring Jesse Plemons, Tony Collette, David Thewlis. That sounds great. I'm very on board for that. And then... uh all the Bright Places, that sounds too boring to read. A new Tyler Perry movie called A Fall from Grace, which I wish he would have because it's been enough. The movie's called A Disheartened Woman Restored by a New Romance discovers her relationship is full of secrets and her vulnerable side quickly turns violent. You got Felicia Rashad in that lead role. still? <laughs> <Anxin. laughs>
1: is she still, <laughs> is she still defending Cosby?
0: is she yeah maybe she is I think
1: that was a stance that she took in the beginning
0: yeah we got a Woodstock movie produced by Obama I guess that's what's real. up with
1: him making movies
0: now I mean I uh
1: well uh <laughs>
0: just thought I'd, uh,
1: both of our muggy Obama <laughs> impressions at the same time so I just left the room for a minute because I have a this is a breaking news update. I have a little present for Scotty Boy. Wow. And I just got a notification that it had been delivered.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Ironically enough, right in the middle of us doing the pod.
0: Wow. This is huge. Should I open it on air? Open
1: it on air and we can get your reaction.
0: Oops. I mean, I'm already wildly charmed. Oh my god. Holy shit. Oh yeah. I forgot yeah. about this. This is
1: Scotty Boy forgot and i remembered it's we talked about this on oh the pod God. Is it the same shirt
0: yeah this is the one yeah yeah this is i'm floored this it's is the
1: cruise like thunder shirt from the picture that we talked about of scott with the sunglasses on looking like a schmuck
0: <laughs> yes
1: here it is i found it on ebay wow is it the same
0: i'm complete this like all right good
1: now we we replaced the flare shirt we replaced the cruise like thunder shirt this
0: is the same shirt i don't i don't think there was anything on the back.
1: Yeah, it's wow. the exact shirt. Alright, good.
0: Thank you. I'm wowed.
1: Oh yeah. This yeah. is a little segment we like to do called Getting Scotty Boy Gifts.
0: Yeah. What a fun little uh segment.
1: Um I wanna else? like put it on
0: immediately. Go ahead. I have a new Tom Cruise shirt back in my life. But uh where was I? Oh yeah. This is the this is where the movies really start to heat up here. A movie called Spencer Confidential. Mark Wahlberg reteams with director Peter Berg to play an ex-cop, Spencer, who moves in with Hawk, played by Winston Duke, an aspiring MMA fighter with his own rap sheet. Between gym rounds, the duo's taunts turn to trust, and they team up to solve a double homicide. I mean, that sounds like I made it up. That's a movie that's coming out.
1: That's a movie that exists. Yeah, yes. Mark Wahlberg is just... Ugh.
0: And when it's with Peter Berg, you know they're they're both really cooking with gas. They made like five movies together and they're all unbelievably lifeless.
1: So self-congratulatory.
0: Yes. And just a couple more here. The Prom, Ryan Murphy directs this story... Of, what? A, of a lesbian teenager who's banned from attending the big dance with a girlfriend. I hate lesbians.
1: I hate Devo. Hello. I hate... <laughs>
0: The Injustice prompts a cast of Broadway eccentrics to descend on the small Indiana town to fight back. You got Meryl Streep, James Corden, and Nicole Kidman starring in this.
1: Stop giving James Corden work.
0: Thank you. Well, the jerk start called. <laughs> They're running out of you. And a couple more, but, you know, nothing crazy. That's enough. Enough. What, what a slate they have. Enough is enough! There's, like, two in there that I actually want to watch and, like, three that I want to shut and... A bunch I want to ignore. But that's fine.
1: That's fine. That's fine. That's
0: fine. And did you see the trailer for that new Jordan Peele show, Hunters? Coming to Amazon Prime?
1: I, I You like I st- Jordan Peele a lot more than I do, but does it look pretty good?
0: It looks all right. He's just like a producer on it. I don't know how involved he is. I don't think he like directed or wrote much of it, but it stars Al Pacino. He's, oh, I got a show. I'm having a big year! Oh,
1: it's a resurgence!
0: I'm fucking back, baby! It's him and Logan Lerman, who's kind of a sidecar, and a bunch of other people. It's a group of vigilante killing, or vigilantes killing. Like Nazis. a vigilante! It's like a modern day Inglorious Bastards kind of deal they're going for. I don't know. I'll K! Check it, out. it has a cool trailer. <laughs> Hank's giving me a K, means he's kind of in. Yeah, I'll watch it. And the movies that came out, we're in a rough spot here at the beginning of January.
1: Like Christmas season is over. Not that there's ever any good movies that come out of Christmas, really. But except for
0: this year. But we've um, been we've been toying with the idea of seeing The Grudge. That's how bad it is out there.
1: Somehow people are buying tickets to it because I've looked at two separate showings and they've both had fairly packed theaters. and i almost want to just reach out to these people (laughs) and say like do you guys realize this movie came out already and it came out before that too in another country
0: literally yeah the second remake and i've heard nothing but bad things there's a meaty 18 percent on rotten tomatoes and the commercials are billing it as the next chapter and it's like no you can't remake a movie and then be like oh this is a new chapter it's like, no, you're remaking the no, first no, no, chapter. No, you did this. This is
1: a movie that happened. It's this... happening again. It's not it, We're at a continuation. Yeah.
0: We're still in the first chapter. You're out of your mind. And The Grudge is bad. That awful imagery over and over again. All the commercials, it's like someone washing their hair, and then like another hand pops up. Like a monster in their hair.
1: They're They're basically designing a movie that's scary to women. Because women have this thing about getting attacked in the shower. (laughs) Like a la Psycho. I think that is what's going on there. It's some sort of a weird trope that sneaks its way into all cheesy PG-13 horror movies. Everybody just biting fucking Alfred Hitchcock. But in the worst possible way.
0: Yeah. Like, oh no. I'm going to be worried next time I shower that there's another hand on the back of my head. Fucking... Get in there, bro. Oh, fucking sick, yeah. But yeah, the grudge looks awful. Hopefully, we don't see it, but you never know. We're gonna see it. <laughs>
1: we might see it tonight. Uh oh. Tonight,
0: folks. I'm concerned. But um, you have an O bit for the fans this week.
1: Um, no, I have a shut. I don't have an O bit.
0: I got an O bit for you. What do you got? It's a big one. I'm putting Star Wars in the O bits. That's. All Star Wars? Yep, I'm taking the year off. They're not—they're not releasing a Star Wars movie in the year 2020. So are you? <laughs> yeah. So I'm taking the year off also. There's no need to talk about it. <laughs> the Rise of Skywalker was just the most lifeless movie <laughs> I saw like all year last year. <laughs> Ever- so you're done with everything. I'm done. It's over. Everyone's had enough. Like the movies aren't worth being discussed this much. Like, it's... They're fine. <laughs> they're fine. Angst Chewie is pretty decent. <laughs> I'm in on your chewy. We okay. can... But yeah, 22... Uh, 2020 is gonna be Star Wars free. At least for me. If you want to bring it up, that's fine. But I'm, I'm, I'm good. Okay, he's out also. I'm
1: fine with burying Star Wars too. It's over. To all of our fans who are big Star Wars guys, <laughs> get
0: over it. Yep. You want... Not just
1: because of us and the show, get over it because it's
0: it's been enough like it's over yeah it's not that good it's it was a fine series of movies that
1: the only thing about star wars that i don't want to let go of is those videos with the fat kid with boobs with no shirt doing lightsaber (laughs) fights in his driveway probably from somewhere in the south yeah that's safe that kid you know what i think about him (laughs) every time he's a hero and I don't want to take the spotlight away from him. Yeah, I agree.
0: He's still in. That's wish- a good o bit. Okay, I'm glad. You I agreed. love when
1: you do an o bit without telling me what it's going to be too, and I uh, and I just get surprised by it. Yeah, that was a fun surprise.
0: He's in. Look, we're both surprising each other. You got me this fun shirt. It's all happening.
1: This is a a post Christmas. Fun This is our first show of 2020, I'm just realizing. Oh, yeah. It's a big deal. Fans. I guess. It's not episode 50 yet. It's, what is it, 48?
0: Yeah, something like
1: that. Yeah, but even still.
0: Fans, welcome to the future. Um, 2020. Da-da-da. Wave
1: of the future. Wave of the future. (laughs) Wave of the future. Wave of the future. I want this done right, so I want to show me all the blueprints.
0: I also saw this card sent us this... uh...
1: Did I jump the gun? You want to talk about COD? I'll play this again in a minute. <laughs> yeah. You know I'm always in for COD talk.
0: Just a second. This is real quick. He sent this, that Pornhub, like, year-end Oh, yeah, that stats. was funny,
1: actually. That was good banter this morning on the thread.
0: Yeah, and I scrolled down the list. They have the most searched-for movie and TV characters on porn sites. Oh. People are so weird. Like, like who- Ozzy
1: Osbourne and...
0: Like, look at it. Number one is Avengers, then Harley Quinn... Why
1: would you search for the Avengers on a porn site? What are you getting there?
0: I I assume there's like a couple parodies, but there can't be too many. And like Joker is up here at number five. People watching Joker porn. It's twisted, one might say. And yeah, like Rick and Morty. People are insane. The porn they're watching. Elastigirl from Incredibles. I kind of get that. That makes sense. (laughs) Come on. I'm kidding. Kind of. I
1: don't like the toon stuff.
0: But, yeah. Toon stuff, as you said in the thread earlier, like, someone admitting they're into cartoon porn is them, like, revealing they're a sickie, basically. But, uh, yeah, that was that. Uh, shuts? You gotta shut this one? Yeah,
1: I shut... Where'd it go? American Sun?
0: Oof, sounds shuttable. On
1: Netflix? Who's in
0: that? What's that about? I don't even remember.
1: <laughs> it was fucking awful. It was with Kerry Washington and Stephen Pasquale from Rescue Me.
0: Oh, I think I shot that too.
1: Directed by friend of the show, Kenny Leon.
0: Kenny. Some like,
1: it's like a woke drama about like a black and white like a mixed race couple that has a son that Mm. got arrested and they're at this racist police station and the guy keeps saying, the cop keeps saying racist stuff and it's like, we get it. Nobody likes cops anymore but the guy who plays the, just, it was awful. I made it to like five minutes of it and I was like, okay. Okay. I'm not racist. You don't need to educate me. I know how bad it is.
0: If you're not in the mood for it, a sob story like that can just be like, yeah, you're just like, ah, <laughs> it was brutal. Not, not to shortchange the issue in the movie. No, but, no, no. It's a, it's a real just, thing and it's a real problem and
1: it's not something that I'm proud of as a white guy, but it's just yeah. something that I just wasn't in the mood for. It's just like, does everything have to be woke now? Yeah.
0: Like in general movies that are bummers that, you know, right. they might have an inspirational moment at the end, but like the, sure. the storyline is like about something awful happening. Yeah, and
1: we're not always trying to be,
0: you know, to learn. Mm. We're not. Almost never, in my case. I shut off Changeland, which is a new movie on Hulu, written and directed by Seth Green. And he also stars in it, too, just in case you were worried Mm. that you might have... Does
1: he have a booster seat for his director's
0: (laughs) chair? He is a short little rascal. Yeah, he's a little peanut. And this is the movie I was talking about that features Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song interesting duo now they're, that they're dating yeah they probably met on the set of this turkey
1: turkey's and bringing
0: people together folks this movie sucks his wife leaves him at the altar so <laughs> seth green goes on his honeymoon with his best friend instead his best friend is played by Meyer of franklin and bash fame <laughs> i like that music drop
1: Breck and Meyer, begging for work <laughs>
0: yeah. Like please, Seth. Seth and Brecken
1: definitely know each other from like can't hardly wait.
0: Ooh, that's a good pull. That's definitely and he they're was, both in They've been down.
1: buddies probably since nineteen ninety eight when that yeah. came out. And Brecken, they're probably. probably like, I don't know, man. Like, could you just like write me something?
0: They're probably part of like a significantly less cool pussy posse in Hollywood. they probably who like they probably <laughs> Seth
1: like, Green, Brecken Meyer, Macaulay Culkin, and DJ
0: Qualls. Yeah, I was gonna say like. <laughs> <That's>, tom green <laughs> yeah, that's the crew what but yeah, a this, bad crew this movie's terrible it's basically like a forgetting sarah marshall remake like he goes there meets some spicy babe who works at the resort and like they just hit it off it's crazy and there's also a scene where he has to jump off a big cliff it's like he owes jason siegel some money for making this like just biting
1: all that kind of crap
0: yeah and Macaulay Culkin's in it, as I mentioned. He's never done a good role outside of like when he was a child.
1: I believe you're forgetting about Party Monster. I'm
0: not. That's actually exactly what I'm thinking of when I say someone he's never...
1: recommended that movie to me once, and I think they were fucking with me. Yeah, they because I put were. it on and I was like, "This is the worst piece of shit I've ever seen."
0: Yeah, he always shows up and he's like, "I'm really weird." He always plays like the weirdest person imaginable. It's insane. And yeah, this was terrible. Gave me like Zach Braff, uh, his second movie kind of vibes. It's terrible. Shut it.
1: Reviews. Featured yes. review.
0: Featured review. You've been watching The Sopranos. Do you have any um uh, anything you want to tell the the fans about Sopranos Nation?
1: I think everybody should.
0: What the fuck.
1: Get in there. I'll say that again and again. Get in there. It's it's am um,
0: I just Onto want to fucking do my Tony voice. What the fuck? About to the second part
1: of the final season, mm. and it gets better every time. Into it. Um, the featured review is the new Adam Sandler Safty Brothers A twenty four A twenty four production.
0: Could they be hitting cut gems? Could they be hitting any more of our buttons? Yeah, Scorsese producing it. Yeah, this movie was awesome. Folks, I must say, when I saw it, I saw it at like 9.45 at night, Oh no. which kind of bummed me out. Yeah, like, that's a late one. After an hour of previews, like a legitimate pretty much hour of previews, I didn't get out of there till like 12.35, and the movie's great, but it was just, I want to see it again more sprightly, because I was like tired. Yeah,
1: Braintree sometimes shows like seven previews.
0: Yeah. By the time the movie starts, I want to go home, because it's enough. <laughs> But yeah, let's talk Sandler for a bit. He's, uh, you know, generally makes garbage, but he's back with a real movie. His first in many years. And I'm hopping back on the sandwagon.
1: I was just playing a little bit of the score,
0: because
1: mm. it was one of my favorite movie scores I've heard all year.
0: Ooh, you're talking Scotty's language. I know.
1: And I thought it sort of
0: sounded like Clockwork Orange. Hmm. A bit. It does. It's like, I think I mentioned to you, it's like meditation music. Yeah. It's very like, it's like tones and... It's a good listen. Oh shit.
1: I wrote this down. You I wrote this down. Hoop said the score is meditation is like meditation music, but somehow it's still insanely suspenseful throughout. Yeah, like they Like builds. they have right, like they have this there's a I don't know, the Safdies I think are uh better than anybody right now at, in terms They're, of heightening scenes yeah. and just adding that tension to make you more compelled.
0: Yes. Their stuff Yeah, like, this movie plays a ridiculously insane gambling addict, and it's the best kind of movie. Someone just, like, digging themselves into a deeper and deeper hole, and you're, like, having a panic attack about it, but...
1: One of uh, my family members, actually, my brother's father-in-law, Chris, walked out, or wanted to walk out, because the movie gave him a panic attack because of how stressful it was. And I laughed and thought, like... And he's a big movie guy, too, so I was thinking he was probably enjoying it, but even still, it's... That's how stressful this movie is that it gave him a visceral reaction, which to me is like what I'm looking for.
0: Exactly. Like I love that. That means, you know, that you're responding to the movie. You're into it, like and it's fun to watch because it's not happening to you. It's it's a movie. Right. It's great. Exactly. And you can I'm you and I are both very good at separating and just mm. being like it's not me, it's not Yeah, it's I want, no big deal. Yeah. But yeah, and it keeps like the the plates spin in the whole movie. He's, right. he's juggling, like, so much stuff. Kevin Garnett is in this movie playing himself, and he's good.
1: Awesome cameo. Yeah. He was great. Another funny I'd cameo say, is John Amos yeah. from uh, Good Times, and he he's playing himself. Mm. That scene when they go back to... Adam Sandler's apartment and the son needs to go to the bathroom and he doesn't want to let him into the apartment because he's afraid that his girlfriend will be in there so he's knocking on his neighbor's doors even that was stressful like asking them if the son can go to the bathroom and he's like this guy you're gonna like him he's the father from good times and he opens the door and it's it is the father from good times and he's just like yeah he's like can my son use the bathroom and he's like no and he closes the door
0: yeah it's one of those movies. Everything he does, you're just at like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, like Jesus Christ, it's fucking insane.
1: The Safdie's have a really good ability at making none of the characters empathetic. Like, mm. I didn't really feel for Howard Ratner at all. Yeah, Sandler's character, I didn't care. I was just like, you know what, like I like you like him, but you're like he deserves everything that's happening to yeah. him.
0: Yeah, I was more like interested by him, right. than like him. of yeah, like, putting it, they're not worried about him being likable like he's a dickhead he's horrible there's a scene early on when he first gets the uncut gem there's he's like unboxing it and looking at it as at his desk and his coworker comes in and is like pouring his heart out to him about like how much he hates the job and everything and he's not listening to him at all
1: he's and, just looking at the gem yeah and
0: then he looks up at him and goes i'm gonna come <laughs> like do you remember that? that was yes, like, I do. That was like the funniest. Oh, part. I saw it
1: twice. I don't know if we've mentioned that, and yep. I might see it a third time. I like that. I would say it's one of the more manic movies that I've ever seen. Yes. It starts off with him getting a colonoscopy, and like <laughs> yeah. having witty, you know, funny conversation with the doctor, with the proctologist, and he says, "Jews and colon cancer. I thought we were the chosen people." That like that killed me. That's a good line. And it, uh, the, the the continuity of that i don't want to spoil and it. it's not really a spoiler but like they sort of tie they do like a zoom in they start the movie off with like a trail of like a video journey through adam sandler's colon mm. and then it ends like with a similar shot yeah. and it, yeah, there's, i just
0: there's an art scene going on there yeah the, totally.
1: the the how how intense howard ratner gets about the celtics and the betting on the sports and the playoffs it made me wish i was a sports fan are you going to say you agree with that well no
0: the uh there's a scene where like he's watching a celtics game and what happens in the game is very important because of his bets and i was watching like oh this is like now i'm into sports like this is this i can get into you need to put it that's how they got us yeah that was the hook but yeah you're right he captures like the highs and lows very well. Like when he's up, when he's winning, he's, you know, like the music's popping and he's like, here we go. And then when he's down, they (laughs) capture, they do a really good job of that. Yeah they
1: they do an amazing job of juxtaposing just like the monotony of fatherhood with like the hectic suspense of being a criminal mm. too like he's like going home to put his son to bed but he's also betting all this money that he doesn't have yeah. and like running from these guys and running from these guys and he has like seven different things like you said the plates spinning yeah the whole fucking movie yeah
0: but it's not over the top it's all just like it's realistic part of it it's yeah
1: it's a little far-fetched towards the end, but, I mean, that, that's what makes yeah. the movie all tied together perfectly. I and thought it was funny how they included The Weeknd as himself as well. That yeah. was Mike Francesa as the bookie. He was they, great. They crushed the cameos in this movie, like crushed.
0: All, all the actors, like the woman who plays his side piece in this Julia movie. Julia
1: Fox. She's an unknown. She's new. I believe she was a. She uh, is quite a an exotic dancer. She I may be like, speaking out of school.
0: She seems like she would, could, should be. Mm. she's a babe she's like butt of the year I would say I think
1: she's doing a Travis Scott music video Ooh. next
0: but yeah like sidecar central in this movie Lakeith like Stanfield is in this movie as we mentioned earlier he's in every movie that gets made The Weeknd playing himself which was cool and also Garnett wise like it, that's the thing that's like hard to make believable and cool someone playing themselves in a movie and being good you know what I'm saying I can't think of an example where they fuck it up, but you know, sometimes it lands poorly. And mm. they they were both good and believable. What else? And like all the sidecars, the those two twins. I loved them. Yeah. Yeah. When they. <laughs> well, got, there's like two
1: sets of twins. Like there's those two curly-headed guys who look like Stephen Wright. Those are the ones who are I'm like I don't. About. And he's like, get this fugazi shit out of here, and it's the watch he just handed them. Yeah.
0: That's one of the best bits in the movie when like he comes over and he has his twin brother with him and Adam what said, is like, he, yeah. Oh, you brought your heavy Yeah. And was just like, <laughs> God, that was good.
1: Yeah, it's very it's a very funny movie.
0: And the main bad guy who I won't but the you know, the other gangster. guy, not
1: Eric Bogosian. Yeah. Speaking of which, another great fucking it's not even a cameo, that's a full role. Eric yeah. Bogosian, who I love.
0: I was going to say, Garnett is kind of like a big role. He's beyond cameo, I'd say. Mm. He's like in the movie in many, many scenes. But yeah, the guy, the main bad guy had never acted before.
1: This was his first movie. That's awesome. The Safdies love doing that. Yeah. If you look at Heaven Knows What or even Good Time, there's like yeah. a bunch of people they pull out of obscurity. He Julia was, Fox even. She's, was, she's another one of them.
0: He was literally like a Long Island gangster guy, and that's why he's so believable. I'm appreciating for...
1: Eric Bogosian getting like a little bit of a resurgence. Like he had a pretty good, he has a pretty good role on Succession, fairly oh yeah, substantial role it. on Billions. That's who he is. He's popping up out in a lot of stuff.
0: That was bothering me. Yes, he
1: didn't really do much of anything. Like he did, like I guess I'm looking at his IMDb. He did like he had a he had a recurring role on Law and Order CI, <laughs> which I guess probably paid the bills. But CI. Then then between 2010 and. Yeah, I mean, he really didn't do much of substance until two thousand sixteen.
0: I feel like that's what a lot was the get down. I feel like that's a lot of character actors' lives, just like sitting around waiting for someone of note to decide they want to use them in something. Just it's kind of it's s- been so must long. be kind of
1: scary. Oh, you yeah. can't really control your own destiny because mm. nobody's gonna say like, I don't, I'm, I don't know. Maybe they had a. I I like Eric Baggosi, and I would use them, but I'm not directing. We're just here talking about it in my apartment. Um, also
0: the high roller character who pops up towards the end that really tan rich guy that guy was cool too he was one of the funnier characters in a movie this year I thought it was Mickey Rourke at first but it's just someone who has had like similar insane I'm an old broken down piece of meat (laughs) and I'm alone and uh yeah this movie rules I can't wait to see it again I actually i have some fun facts about the film if you'll indulge mm. me for a moment sure i saw this movie has the record for the seventh most utterances of the f-word in movie history
1: oh they did that on purpose i think Interest- oh, really?
0: yeah i well i read that somewhere too mm. that uh that's fun i didn't even notice while watching it i guess you just you just it's well it. done yeah like I you didn't, don't notice i didn't think like wow they're swearing a lot and i heard them on the big picture podcast or maybe it was rewatchables the safety brothers they said did you listen
1: to the a24 podcast with pta
0: yeah it was awesome that was good too they said it, it might have been on that that they said this there were over 170 versions of this script they've had this script like in the works for like 10 years yeah
1: 10 years they've been working on it, it was, i remember that it was fact. like 170 jesus yeah, that's crazy
0: and the other actors they almost made this with instead of Adam Sandler Harvey Keitel that would have sucked Sasha Baron Cohen I can kind of see doable that would have
1: been good yeah not as good
0: Jonah Hill good yeah yeah I don't think he's he's too young I don't I think it would have you don't
1: think he'd be believable as a father of four or three no
0: (laughs) who has like a side piece that wouldn't. I, that wouldn't while
1: worked. we're on the subject of the fatherhood thing, I thought that the the girl who played Adam Sandler's daughter was awesome too. Mm. The scene when they're in the kitchen together and he's trying to talk to her and congratulate her on her play and she's sort of just oh. completely blowing him off with her headphones in and he says he says like, "Can you hang up for a minute?" And she's like, "Yeah, I hung up." And then he
0: starts talking. She just
1: completely ignores him and goes, "Okay," and then walks out of the room. Clearly hadn't hung up, like yeah. still on the phone.
0: That was the best. Yeah, she just. As she's walking away, starts talking to her friend again. I noticed that also. Very realistic, like doesn't give a shit. Dad teen. stuff, yeah, like yeah.
1: frustrating dad's daughter stuff.
0: Mm. And yeah, the uh... I thought Adam Sandler sounded like his friend Peter Dante, the naked guy from Grandma's. You barn said that floor. to me after
1: I'd seen it once, and I didn't hear it
0: mm. in the second viewing. It's just it's something I noticed. It's. Uh, I tweeted this and got like ten favorites, which for me is like going viral. So I thought it was worth mentioning. He's doing an impression of his friend.
1: I heard there's certain scenes where it stick you can hear. There's certain yeah, parts. Where he's you doing can like
0: hear. A, hey, hey guys, hey man. It's just like a a raspiness or like a like your sinuses are full kind of noise. But yeah. This was an unshut gem. What do you think of that? He hated it. <laughs> okay, he's not on it. And I actually watched the Actors on Actors special where Brad Pitt and Adam Sandler interview each other. And they're a great duo. And Where do
1: you watch that? On YouTube?
0: Yeah, that was on YouTube. They had a great back and forth. They almost worked together on Inglorious Bastards. Like that's a duo. When we talk about duos, that's just two people you'd never like picture together. And then there they were, and they were very good together.
1: I like both of them very much. Mm. This is inspiring me to do an Adam Sandler deep dive. A uh,
0: Punch got, Drunk Love. Are you and... going to watch
1: Little Nicky? Kind of. <laughs> I'm in. Did you hear PTA uh, P- Paul Thomas Anderson talking about he met Adam Sandler on the set of Little Nicky? Mm. I don't remember that. Yeah, it's in that A24 uh, podcast. I heard that. I must have just been like... Yeah, you miss details on podcasts. People are probably missing this detail yeah. as we speak. The Adam Sandler movies that I think I should re- want to rewatch are... Mm.
0: Zohan. Murder okay.
1: Mystery. do um, <laughs> Sandy Wexler and The Do-Over. No, I'm kidding. I want to rewatch. I mean, Billy Madison's I'm looking through his list. Jesus Christ. I know, you gotta Talk go, about a guy who just... You gotta scroll for a while. <laughs> oh, what about Rain or me? Rain. That gigantic it's, turkey.
0: Oh, the 9-11 movie with Adam Sandler and Don Cheadle? That's it wasn't Cheadley enough. That's even worse than it sounds when I wanna say I want to watch
1: punch, punch Drunk Love again.
0: I love that movie. I watched it like a year ago. It's so weird and cool and good PTA stuff. And Mix Nuts. I've never seen that. I think that's supposed to be like an unfathomable bomb. Yeah, it's a Nora
1: Ephron turkey or maybe with Steve Martin.
0: Going overboard is one of his he's in
1: that too. That's one of his unspeakable turkeys. Yeah. yeah, I think that might be like his first movie, no?
0: Yeah, that's one of his early. Yeah,
1: that's ones. his first movie. He plays right. Shecky Moskowitz.
0: He's like barely in it, but he's the only person on the cover at Blockbuster. I yeah, I'm looking at it right now. People would always rent it, and I'd I'd warn good people, but other people, I'd let them take that turkey home.
1: Ta-da. Uh, that's all I got on Uncut Gems go see it it's fucking great
0: yeah it rules I'm gonna see it again
1: I would see it again myself but it's creeping up into departed territory for me at that point if I see it a third time in the theater
0: speaking of which do you want to watch 90 seconds of I that movie the, I got it on the mentioned? TV right
1: now wow yeah
0: so I guess the answer to that is yes the cop they gave me that's- <sighs> That's it. I'm being set. on am frying. friend. Mother tell mother, Tilly and I be home for supper. <sighs> the fuck. Cameras off. It's off. Call your mother. For me. <sighs> okay. What oh, a dumb movie. A Powerful right scene. Now. Look at fuckstick. I don't know where they're going, but they do. I hate when people say fuckstick. And so do you. It's one of the worst curses. So make the call.
1: I hate most things that people do.
0: fuck, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <at Fox> <laughs> You don't gotta trust me.
0: Just listen to what I'm saying to you. How is my fucking accent this bad? It doesn't make sense. Scott will never let this go. Ever.
1: We're not even halfway through this stupid fucking movie.
0: I hope it never ends. Oh, French. The number one? Mom,
1: I'm not gonna make it home
0: for supper. This is so unrealistic. Yeah, he's blatantly like giving away the fact that he's an yeah, undercover agent no, in front great. of other cops, that they're just too stupid to notice what I'll he's s- doing. I'll talk to you later. Like when Anthony hey. Anderson, like the phone uh, stuff. That's I mean, it? He's yeah. on Anthony Anderson's Look. phone
1: there? Yes. Why'd you use my phone?
0: She didn't fucking go in there. I think that's like right now. They explain this nonsense.
1: And so they're just burning this house down. Look at friends. Did you notice that hanging there poster with the kitten on the wall? I did. I've never noticed that before until just
0: now. That's a fun little wrinkle. You need a different attorney, after all.
1: Okay, and that's ninety seconds. Actually, that's, 100 seconds. that's a hundred
0: seconds. Leave it. Leave it for just ten seconds more for this.
1: It's not really, not really the rules. <laughs> I'm
0: breaking them. Yeah, okay, see this? Anthony Anderson should be like, there's no reason for that to have happened unless you're doing something shady. <laughs> but who cares? It's a stupid movie.
1: But it won Best Picture, folks, <laughs> because yes. the world doesn't make sense.
0: It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, that's all for us today. Yeah, follow us that's on it. uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever else. Rate and review check out uh Uncle to Uncle and the Bobby Horror Picture Show a couple other movie podcasts even though we're the only one you know this and next time on the show I don't know what we'll be discussing but hopefully not the grudge remake although you never know
1: it's probably what it'll be we don't have much else guys um Add Ankner on Instagram. Enough the podcast on Instagram. AnkFit on Instagram. It's January. Get your New Year's resolutions
0: in gear. Enough. And skip seasoned, as you know. The no whole deal. Have a good one, everybody. Have a good one, and bye. Bye. Bye bye.